Thanks for downloading the Sunranto Show. For early and ad-free access to Sunranto, please become a subscriber at patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto, where you'll have access to not only this show early and ad-free, but also our daily Cubs pod, which lets you know what happened in the Cubs game and all the Cubs news that's fit to print on a daily basis. Patreon.com slash sunranto. Don't make me tell you again. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Sunranto Seth Kennedy Marathon Podcast. Hashtag chance in the chat, and you can win a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me with a message of love and doom. Um, we are just we're still on the seas in the 40-man roster, two hours and 17 minutes into the show. <laughs> Which is hilarious. We haven't done one bitch clock, but we have been talking to all our friends, and we're gonna bring out more friends. Um, here's Mike Waller. From the Cubs PS Plus po- po- podcast and from Fly the W and formerly of Sunranto, Crawley Cubs. Um, hey, guys. Hey, hey, uh, what is this for? Is this for Robert F. Kennedy fundraiser? <laughs> what, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm pretty vexed up, dude. I don't know. I don't know what the hell. What are we doing? Yeah. No, That's he's our next guy. week. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, what, is, what, is, what is this for? Seth Kennedy is running the marathon as we speak. He just went over the, uh, I think, the Queensboro Bridge, and he will be heading uh, a crossing 69th Street very, very soon. Nice. nice. On the east side um, of Manhattan. I, I just had a, a, a terrible thought, though. What? Danny, you keep saying where you think he's supposed to be. What if I he's got a not list. there? Well, then he's either failing or he's the head of trouble. <laughs> Poor guy is right like, Runny is just like, fuck, I'm not where he said, like, I'm uh, not going fast run, enough. Run faster, fool. Let's go. Let's go, Seth. <laughs> Let's go. Faster. We got to get his pace going up a little yeah. bit. Oh, and you know what we didn't do here? I wanted to point out, I am drinking a zombie dust undead pale mm-hmm. ale. We didn't talk right. about these things tonight. And this is a damn, damn fine beer. And I've had a few of them now. Yeah, I was like, what's the percent on that? <laughs> it's uh, six and, and a half beer. percent. An infield fly girl's got her World Series shirt to, to commemorate. I yeah. mean, look at look at Happy that. Happy anniversary, Crawley. Wow, that was. Uh, and I'm I'm wearing the your podcast shirt. Let me see. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> From in the clutch. 10% off with Code Sunranto and in the clutch, of course. Uh, uh, for the listeners and for Seth running, Danny just stood up and showed off his in the clutch. Uh, fly what, the what w, Fly the wiener. Fly the wiener shirt. Yeah, the... With, with our beloved pantsless Clark. Yeah. That is so freaking so, good. Uh, so l- why don't we just rock through a couple more of these guys that were on the 40? We're going to try to do the whole 40-man. We're not even close, obviously. Uh, we're <laughs> on I'm really surprised. I thought you guys would be almost done with the show and wrapping up, and I would just come in on the tail end. <laughs> no, Seth's going to finish the race and wonder why nobody shuts up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seth's going to run the race backwards. Yeah. He's going to get to the end and turn around Two and America. go the other direction. Um, so we're on Candelario. So we thought, so, and, and we're going alphabetically. Yeah. So just to warn that you. That tells you how far we've made it. But uh, 
I guess quick quick on this, we didn't really see much of him. He got hurt right away. We we didn't really get to see him down the stretch. But uh, would would he be somebody that you guys would want back, uh, Mike? Well, Mike, we haven't even let you talk yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, he's a guy that's not going to be super expensive. He can fill a couple places. He can play third base. He can DH. He can play first base. So if you're going to try to work Morel at third or you want to give Mervis a shot at first base or he's – He's just a versatile piece that can play a bunch of different places. So for that reason, I would, but it's going to be totally contingent on what they make as their big moves. I mean, you know, when you talk about Heimer and, and, and boy, it was the right move and it just didn't work out as far as, like you said, mm-hmm. him being injured. Um, the Cubs have starting today, five days to negotiate exclusively with him. I don't, I don't think he's going to, you know, they're going to come to anything. Most of the time that doesn't happen. He'll test the market and see what he gets, but He's definitely a piece that you could use, but if all of a sudden you don't have, if you, if Cody Bellinger's gone or you don't replace that bat, Heimer Candelario is not a substitute. As far as right. just being a very good piece to have on the team, absolutely, yeah. Let's bring Heimer back. I'm glad he's back. But as far as if the the big question, and, and I know you got past the bees, but if you don't have Bellinger, that was a big chunk of the offense right there that you're going to have to make up somehow, some way. Yeah. Excellent. Also, unsurprisingly, I accidentally missed two guys, Boxberger and Ben Brown. So, But we did do <laughs> Bellinger. We did do Bellinger. So we're going to get back to some bees. Um, so if uh, we were doing this thumbs up, thumbs down, or uh, even on it, uh, what do you think about uh, Candelario? Uh, a thumbs up, thumbs down, or, or just uh, even? I'm even. All right. I, yeah, I, yeah I'm, I don't think he should stand in the I'm way even. of anybody else. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's the first that is the first player we've been lukewarm on. Been, yeah, well, I like him, but he's not a difference maker. And this team needs exactly. difference makers. Yeah. I even thought of th- that when they got him. I was like, well, well everybody we was talking we about Alcantara though. I mean, that's not a difference maker knew, either, but we were all up on him. I knew Candelario was not going to be enough to push this team into the playoffs, even if he didn't get uh, hurt. I, I think, I, I think if he had stayed healthy, that it would. I mean, Danny, we're talking about up into the last weekend of the season that the Cubs were in it. If he was healthy, if he was a healthy bat, then I think that that could have easily pushed him over the edge. Now, again, the bullpen was absolutely falling apart and being duct taped, yeah. and, and and Jose Quas became the Latino version of. Uh, uh, what was the guy's name that they always threw in his arm? Always Steve uh, C-Shack. 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 Yeah, he's a Latino version of Steve Steve C-Shack, You know what I mean? Steve, so Steve Shishak and the Shishak and the Shishor. No, I think like I think if you were just asking me, like, do I like Candelario as a dude? Yeah, hundred yeah. yes. percent. Great, what great dude. Do I want to get to the end of this offseason and the big signing that we have for third slash first base is Heimer Candelario? No, thank you. Right. right. By the way, yeah. is his name Jamer Heimer? I have no idea. Yeah, I've heard it both ways. I mean, I'm I I thought it was Jamer. That's what I thought, but I don't know. That's how I've heard it, but that's not how this like yeah. Spanish There's, pronunciation. Yeah, Spanish one isn't. But everyone keeps calling Kevin Alcan. Uh, it's it's El- Kevin Alcantara instead of Alcantara. So yeah. I mean, we're probably Americanizing it anyway. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's get to a good old American that, that, name like who, Ben Brown. Who Crawley, who was the guy that you went up and talked to in Spanish, and he was like, dude, I'm from Canada. <laughs> That's Michael Hermosillo. <laughs> yeah, you, 
¿Qué pasa, Miguel? Yeah, you know what? Time out, time out. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like his last name was Lefleur or something. It was freaking Hermosillo. How the hell am I supposed to know But still, if, if his last name was Lefleur, would you have gone up and started speaking French to yeah, him? Yeah, parlez-vous français. I speak all sorts of languages when I've had a few in me. <laughs> Christ, I'll be... Speaking Swahili. You make well, up your own language. Let, let's hope you never get too drunk to say the name Ben Brown because <laughs> that seems pretty easy. I don't know. I've seen I, pictures that say maybe he has. Oktoberfest, <laughs> yes. uh, that might have been a, a case, but I, I love Ben Brown. He is a dude. And I think that, you know, this is, this is where things get interesting, though, is that the Cubs have a lot of those guys that are just kind of bubbling up on the surface, ready to kind of break through, but there's not a lot of rotation spots. You know, you, you know that Stroman's going to opt in. So that's already one. You got Steele's two. Uh, you're going to have Jamison Tyone going anywhere is three. Kyle Hendricks. It sounded from what Rickett said and what from Jed said that Hendo would be back. That's four. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, are you really going to pay Drew Smiley $10 million to come out of the bullpen? You're going to give him a crack at it. Yeah, so, I think it's going to come out of the bullpen. But, I mean, the money's already spent. And then there's Assad. You got the, you know, did you say Tyone? Yeah, yeah, he he, he bought uh, Tyone. Well, and, well, Ben Brown, you want him to to have a chance because you want these guys, I think, to start cracking at least the back of the rotation. If he got hurt down the stretch, and I think people were looking for maybe a little help down the stretch, but judging by how. David Ross likes to operate. He wouldn't have pitched anyway, even if they did bring him up. But, um, you know, but we were looking for that help, and then he couldn't give it because he was just simply hurt. So, um, Mike, where are you on Ben Brown? Did you pay attention to his his, – I did, uh, yeah. Like, he tore it up the first, what, four or five months of the season. Looked like the next guy up. Um, Then he had the injury. But I think he's a guy that maybe he does the Justin Steele, Keegan Thompson thing. Like, maybe he's in as a spot starter, maybe gets a crack here and there maybe come up and work out of the bullpen. Like you have to go into these seasons with nine, 10 starting pitcher options. Um, the other thing is if they look at trades, like Crawley said, they got a number of these guys bubbling up to the surface. Maybe he's a guy that helps you get another piece that you desperately need. Yeah. Okay. Dude, buy your, buy your good players with prospects, like maybe a Juan Soto for next year. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, okay. So I heard Crawley say, uh, uh, Strowman's coming back. And yeah. I thought the same thing, but Sarah Sanchez was on earlier and she was saying that things have changed and he might try free agency. The market. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, so Carl, I, I, I know what you were thinking. You think he's coming back. I, I thought he was coming back. Uh, Mike Waller, have you been looking into this? Do you have any, I mean, I th- Sarah made a good argument, but she teaches debate, so I expect that. But, I mean, there was some merit there, but, like, <laughs> he's got argument. $21 million in his pocket if he ex- just stays with the Cubs. For one year. For one year, and he's coming off two injury-plagued seasons where he's missed big chunks of both seasons. I, If I'm him, I'm probably taking the $21 million trying to have a good walk here and then go see what I can get next year. Crawley, what do you think? You, th- you think oh, that uh, – 100%. Yeah, he's not – I mean, you're going to give him a three or four year deal. If you, if you were a GM, I wouldn't not at this point, not until he can show he's healthy. And, and like Mike said, you know, I mean, you know, the, the main thing with these guys is, is and you, you saw it is, is we, the Cubs lucked out. I mean, Jordan Wicks and Javier Assad stepped up when Stroman went down 
And, and, and that was surprising, you know, to see that those guys did as well as they did. But, you you know, in the postseason, you got to have some guys that are studs and, and can go one-two starters. And, and I don't know if Stroman's able to do that right now. I just – I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's a great guy. I love him. I think – you know, I've had – Danny, we, we got to go see him over at um, Levante and the Lost Boys, uh, read to the kids. He's a great guy. We had him at Club 400. Um, it's just when you're looking for, at, for ace money – I just don't feel like for the last couple of years, he's, you know, that I'm willing to, if I'm a GM, let's say I go, you know, what's, what's the, what are they saying right now for going rate? You know, like 180, 200 million. You want to do that for Stroh? I don't know. Yeah. So, well then that's, are they high on uh, Ben Brown where they, you know, as well that they could also consider Stroh as a expendable, uh, expendable because maybe somebody that the Cubs would want to lock up in a walk year or whatever is Stroman say, you're our guy. We want to let's buy this year. Let's, you know, instead of doing this dumb opt out, maybe we can negotiate something for the future. If you're doing that sort of thing with Hendo, why can't you get creative with Stroman? I don't get the feeling that the Cubs are really that hot on Stroman, maybe for the reasons of the injuries, but also it just doesn't feel like it's ever fit for some I, reason. I think the Cubs need more width. I mean, that's where they need. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you've got Kate Horton's coming up fast. Like I, I don't think we'll see him in Chicago until maybe the second half of the season. Um, ben Brown gets more strikeouts. I'm not done with Wesneski as a potential starting pitcher, um, but I think they need to aim higher. I think I, I just don't see Stroman being in Chicago beyond this year. He's like a good, he'd be like a good number two, three on the team, but oh, they, exactly. But yeah. he wants the ACE money and and he might've been that, had he not gotten hurt and he's, I don't know. It's we're going to get to him later. Maybe we don't have to do him now, but, uh, but, but Ben Brown, we got to do Ben Brown, how, where we're at is the stock oh, rising here. Two thumbs I'm, up. I'm baby. Two thumbs thumbs up, up. Ben Brown. Where I, I'm in the middle because I don't know anything about him. Uh, and <laughs> you can, until uh, I've seen him play, it's not very American of you. Like, he's, he's just a prospect and I don't want to be down on a prospect. I don't know. Like, but, too many times I've been I've been bitten by the prospect perversions. Uh, you have too no many hope. Times. You're a hopeless person. <laughs> here's here's uh, Boxberger, who uh, was on the forty man. I mean, he's kind of done, right? I mean, he, they, they don't have him next year, right? Or do they? It's a, it's a mutual, mutual option. Yeah. Or is he it is, no? It's a club option, I believe. A club, club option. option. Yeah. Club he is option. Neither box nor burger. Yeah. <laughs> he. I don't even remember the 20 innings he did pitch. So. Uh, they were awful. A- April yeah. and May, yeah, bad. I think he was pitching hurt, but still, I mean, it was just not good. And... He's a greasy, cardboard, flappy, soppy box. I got to yeah. say, though, uh, you know, I'm a little disappointed that Michael Cotton has lost faith in the prospects. I think Jared Young did him in. <laughs> Are, have you guys gotten to the wise yet, Jared Young? I mean, no? I you know what? Hey, that should be sometime me. around hour seven. I liked. <laughs> he got out right in today, so he's not on the forty anymore. Uh, I liked oh. I, today. He did. I screenshotted him and everything. We're gonna get to it at about two in the morning. <laughs> it's not even gonna be on there. Seth Kennedy's in his bed, sleeping, just resting a little bit. Whew. Yeah. I mean, you in know, his silver cape. Well, I, silver. Uh, okay, let let let's call an end of Boxberger. Yeah, Boxberger. Yeah, there's our first. I think unanimous. There's down. a first unanimous down vote. I mean, we we saw him in Milwaukee. He's really good. He just was injured and the, the forearm strain nonstop all year. I mean, I think that was just such. 
I keep thinking about, you know, bullpens are very volatile as is. Mm -hmm. And the Cubs have done such a great job over the last few years of somehow just finding guys like Andrew Chafin or Scott F. Ross or David Robertson and be like, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then we'll flip you. And then I think that was the plan, you know, to have Fulmer and Boxberger really leading the charge. And then those two guys were the ones that were the big, you know, to me, the biggest busts of the season. I'm going to let IFG start with this next guy, Canario, because I know she's a big fan. He's tearing it up down with the Aguilas. That's uh, the Sun Ranto sister team over in Lightham. But um, you, yeah, you want to t- t- talk about your love of, of <laughs> Alexander Canario, please? I, I, the big thing was last year, um, last winter, at the beginning of the Aguilas season, um, he had only been in for, was it 10 games or something, and had a terrible collision at first base. He, like, broke his ankle in a billion places and dislocated his shoulder. And, like, it was just an awful thing to watch. And whenever I see that happen, I have to root a little bit extra hard for them to come back from that. Um, and then he did. And he did so well. Um, he he healed up, and then he played in in the minors this year. He did really well. Uh, he got the call up, and I was so excited to see him play at Wrigley Field. And then he basically like watched everybody else play from the bench. Um, and so you know, because the Cubs are are perfectly content to have their prospects trained up by the Dominican Winter League. He's down there playing right now and doing pretty good. I mean, he's got, he's, you know, they're 10 games in now. He's got, uh, what was it? What, what did he got? 12, yeah, 12 hits in, uh, in 36 at bats. Um, he's been the difference maker in a few of the games that they've won. The Aguilas aren't particularly great this year. I think they're at 500 right now, 10 games in. Um, Our team. <laughs> That's our team. That's our boys. Uh, but but you know it's it's nice. You know you sit there, you watch it, and 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 you know he hits a double, and Starlin drives him in, and it's like yay, cub stuff, peripherally. <laughs> cub stuff and, in yellow uh, and black. I might add, they've got cool yellow and black uniforms too. Such cool yellow and black uniforms. They're a lot of fun to watch. Um, I I always recommend if you are the kind of person who you know misses baseball in the off season that you pick up a winter league team. Uh, there's plenty to choose from. And, you know, I, I just really enjoy watching uh, Alexander Canario play. And I'm I'm hoping I'm two thumbs up on him. And I hope that we get to see more of him at Wrigley. And if not, that he is sold for something really, really good. Crawley, yeah. do, do, do they – I, I want to ask you, did, did the Cubs win the division – or not the division, maybe the division, but do they w- make the playoffs if Canario plays? I, You know, again, this all came down to bullpen, but, geez, I don't know what, why David Ross would sit there and, and just have the guy sitting on the bench. I mean, maybe he went to obvious shirts and bought one of those summer of Talkman shirts or something dumb, but he didn't do crap in September, Talkman. He was 229. Are you telling me that you, you know, Canario, see what you got? I, I heard Bruce Bochy say the other day, someone on his team, you know, the World Series winning team hit a grand slam, and he said, hey, basic rule of thumb, if you hit a grand slam, you're in the lineup the next day. 
I subscribe to that line of thinking. 100%. If you hit a grand slam, you get to be in the lineup the next day. And if you hit one in that game, you're going to be in the following game as well. I don't care if he's right-handed, left-handed, ambidextrous. Jesus H. Christ, when you hit six home, six RBIs in a game and a grand slam, you put the guy back in. I don't understand what David Ross was doing. I, I, you know, it just was so frustrating. You know, all the reasons IFG said coming back from that injury, he's a guy that, you know, when I talk to a lot of the minor league guys, you know, as far as coaches or whether it's the broadcasters, the ball just flies off his bat. And, and if you're talking about something that the Cubs lacked this season was pop. That was the big thing. Whether you're talking first, third, left, right, you didn't, you know, a lot of guys had like 20 home run power. I think they had six batters hit 20 home runs. But, man, sometimes you need a guy that strikes fear in hitters. And, I mean, I think Cody Bellinger did, um, but I, I don't think m- many other people on the Cubs did. Yeah. Do you think yeah. he gets a chance, Mike, next year? Do you think – I mean, the uh, the outfield is pretty crowded. I mean – Well, I think this I is mean, where – oh, go ahead. I have to... Oh, no, no. Uh, I'm, I'm over-talking. Go for it. It's your turn. <laughs> um, no, I, I think this is where, you know, the Cubs have so much depth in the outfield. I thought Canario, before he got hurt last year, I thought he was going to get traded last offseason um, because there were pieces they needed, and he was rising up to the system, the massive power. I would love to see him get a shot. Um, we'll see if, say, Suzuki can stay healthy. I mean, he's a guy to keep around, and maybe maybe you plug in if, say, it gets hurt. But I think he's also a guy that could be traded. I mean, Kevin uh-huh. Alcantara's timeline lines up a little bit better with uh, Haps and, say, his contracts, but... You know, Mike, oh, yeah. though, I was thinking the same thing this year with Nelson Velasquez. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Say got injured, so maybe Nelson Velasquez will get a shot. Yeah, they, no, no, no. We got Miles Bastabuani. We, 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 need, we need Trey Mancini in right field. Good <laughs> God. That was managerial incompetence. You take a look at that time that Sayo was out with the oblique injury. That was horrendous. Guys that yeah. they had going, like, in that little circle, and it was all infielders. It was yeah. Patrick Wisdom, Trey Mancini, and, uh, and Master Boney, and, and you, you had Nelson Velasquez sitting right there. Again, Grand Slam doesn't play for a week. Okay, sounds great. Yeah. That's some, that's some high-quality managing there, Rossi. Well, it, at least they traded him, and we found out that he was a failure on another team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Think of somebody say, else. Yeah, he Seems did all awesome. right. I'm thinking of the Exxon Velasquez. Nelson, you know, what do you have? Nine, nine, nine home runs in September might have been nice to have. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, well, him and Canario was uh, who were apparently talking about kind of. It was um, on a tear when they benched him too. So that's why yeah. I'm wondering. It's like you really couldn't give him. What did he get? Two at bats? Like what was it? Uh, he had at bat. He had a game. seventeen plate appearances, and he right. batted well. Yeah, five yeah. hits, a double, a triple, a dog, six ribbies. Didn't walk, but right. well, I don't think well, anybody expected okay, but, to to come up and just start every day on a playoff team. But you bring him up, use him. Yeah, the the in and look, you're looking at 17 at bats, and anybody can make the argument that like, well, that's such a small sample size, you can't get anything out of that. But that's actually the 17 at bats is the most important number because he was on the team for like a month and a half. <laughs> and he didn't get to play. Right. I mean, and usually those guys actually don't hit 294. If they're only getting one at bat every three <laughs> days, they're usually hitting like, you know, 150, you know, but it could turn around real quick. But um, All right, let's get, let's get our, let's get our thumbs scenario. ready. 
Yeah, we're all yeah. Everybody's look, up. anybody the Cubs are gonna just sit on the bench this year. I kind of feel like I'm giving a thumbs up because I don't have any confidence that they know who they have on their team. We talked about him a little bit. He was uh, the Sh- Steve Shishek from uh, Latin America, and it is Jose Quas. And Quas. Um, he just yeah, he pitched his ass off. He. <laughs> he he just came when he came to the Cubs. He pitched every pretty much every other day, at least sometimes multiple days in a row, and it wasn't that great. He didn't do that good. I mean, three or four ERA, you'll take it, but it wasn't like you got some lights out reliever down the stretch, and they had to over pitch him because everybody else was hurt. Well, and, no, he's, and he's got a lot of movement. Kansas City wasn't being nice to him either. Like they pitched him. 41 innings in 45 games. Like, he had a ton of work on that arm this year. 65 innings. 72 games. 72 games games, between the two teams. It's almost every other day, all season. Yeah. So, I mean, you can kind of expect that from a high-end reliever. The question is, is Jose Quas a high-end reliever? Is this a guy that you're going to be able to rely on 65? uh, He, He was until game... 58. I think, you know, I think he's a guy that has a reputation of having a rubber arm. And so that's not a bad thing to have on the team. But I think that, you know, again, like you said, just thrust into a situation where it's like, who do we have? Nobody. Okay. Shit. Well, Quaz, you're back out there. And, and, and yeah. he's put in a lot of situations that weren't beneficial to him. To me, I think he can very much be like Julian Merriweather was this season for the Cubs. Give him a little time. Get him cooked up in the pitch lap, see what you got. But I think he his arm is very lively. I think, you know, he has a good chance. Maybe he doesn't make the, the bullpen out of out of spring training, but I think we'll see Jose Quas plenty this season. And he's got a lot of movement. I mean, it, when he's on, his stuff is nasty. I think there's a lot to work with there. Yeah, he's the hat's right stroke, you know. And, That's right. Yep. So it, and I like having that. I used to always put my hat to the left when Stropey would pitch, and now we have something like that to do again. So I'm, I want nothing but – I still go half left every every time I put What it was Fernando Rodney? The arrow. I know, oh, but he had a hat tilt too. He, he had a hat right, tilt too. Oh, yeah. I think he was hat right. I think he was hat right too, yeah. Was he? I think my bobblehead. He's, yeah. He wears his hat all weird like a little kid on top of his head. Yeah, but it was like like on his head, but like angled. Yeah, but it was like it was really like tilted up. <laughs> look, people are are He's really a rally cap. Yeah, it looked Mo- like a rally cap. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are are too old to remember this, but this was some 1980s shit right here. You yeah. put that hat as far back on your head as it would just stay. What about 1970s Jose Cardinal? I mean, that thing, like with that fro, it used to look, his hat used to look like one of those little ice cream hats that you have on there. I mean. <laughs> uh, I, w- let's check on Seth. Where do, where do we think he is now? Or he, I think he already passed Gracie Mansion. He's, oh, he's into the Bronx right now. So, uh, Danny keeps looking at something <laughs> off screen. As if it's called an iPad. <laughs> it's, it's called the script that you. <laughs> but he's like looking. At he's like, I know where he is. It's so weird. Like it just yeah, creates well, this it, image in my head that you're journey. actually watching him two days before he runs. Yes, it's. It, I'm a magic man. I, uh, I missed Uncle Mike. Is he going to go out there and start throwing water at him or something? What's going on? He's in California <laughs> he's now. In California. Oh shit. We need, we need Johnny's Johnny. in New York though. Yeah, Johnny. Adam is in New York. So. 
Oh man! Everybody's <laughs> all over the place. They they switched. They did. They switched spots. Seriously, miss a little, miss a lot. Is is, is Wheelow still hanging out near Milwaukee? And yeah, nah, who cares? I don't. No, care he's about in that. L.A. too. He's at he's at a TV show actually. A, a, like a Good Morning with some lady. I forget. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, a, no, he, yeah, he's sport. on TV show. Yeah. Johnny's doing Howard it's a, Stern. It's, it's a it's a football show, so that's why I'm like I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, Johnny. But uh, all right, so Quas. Uh, we're going to see a lot of him. I, they're, you know they're, they're, they're going possibly even. the most uh, successful of the people that were on this show. <laughs> where, where are we with, with Quas? Oh, Quas, I'm going to go thumbs up for Quas. Thumbs up. I have to what you. All right. All right. I'm going to give it like a half thumb. Yeah. Danny, Danny's. I'm, 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 not, I'm unconvinced. I, I feel like <clears throat> I'm, I'm kind of mad that they. Frankly, that they traded Nelson Velasquez for him. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> yes. I mean, it, it kind of pisses me off. And it's not his fault. It's not his fault. It's not Quas's fault. That's a good point. Um, oh, we have a picture of Fernando Rodney here to share. Yes. All right, I'll, I'll throw it up here. Yeah, that, hats that's right. left. Extreme no. hat to the left. That's left. Yeah. Well, I was wrong. Yeah, Pincus was wrong too. Yeah. But, it, you know, we might be seeing, like, a reverse photo. No, photo because you look at his jersey, the narrative. jersey's correct. So. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe oh, that and by the way, I spun around in my chair, and I checked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to see. I'm like, okay, I think my hat's left. Wait, hold if on, I so turn maybe, around. Maybe yeah, that just... day he was playing for Shreram. We don't know. <laughs> we know. Maybe it was, like, a team that he got on. All right. How about – um. Who's next? Oh, Brendan Davis. Mm. Did he get Ooh. DFA two today, Mike? No, All he right. did not. So, you know, I love Brendan. I'm, I'm going to be the first. You know, I'm a big Brendan guy. Um, we had him at Club 400 at the Christmas party last year. Uh, great, great dude. Very, very friendly. Love him to death. Um, I would just say this. Don't give up on a kid like that. And, and this, with the minors, that can happen. We, we've seen it with Justin Steele. Uh, you saw it with Miguel Amaya that develop is not, you know, it sounds, you know, I know it sounds like Jed Hoyer here, but development is not linear. And he's a guy that just has a lot of talent. Now, is it going to be for the Cubs? That outfield is just super crowded as it is. I don't know a hundred percent, but I would not, uh, I would not give up on him. I think he can still have a successful major league career. Another it's, outfielder though. But I'm not, I, like I just said, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be with the Cubs, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just dismiss him like yeah. some people are. Based on his current trajectory, though, like he fits in after the Happ and Suzuki contracts are gone, he um, should have been there this year. Yeah, I mean, if he hadn't gotten hurt, he might have been up last year. Yeah, that yeah, last year was his chat. That was his no. shot right there, and then that the injury was just a nerve injury. It was a fluke. Um, you know, and I mean, the talent's still there. Yeah, absolutely. This was a guy that was the futures game MVP, just like Miguel Amaya was, and then. Yep. You remember how many, you know, Miguel Amaya, I think, had Tommy John. He had the, an issue with his foot, and then all of a sudden, you know, basically dropped almost off the list of the top 30 prospects. And then all of a sudden this year, he comes roaring back. I mean, these are some we of these guys that a- we're talking about are, are uh, blue chip guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have that talent. It's not going to go away. Well, he's, he's still so young. I mean, it seems like we've been hearing about him forever, but we've been hearing about him since he was 19. Right. He's, he'll, he'll be 24 next season, and that's he's still got plenty of time to get up. John Pincus is going furious. He 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 does not believe the the Fernando Rodney right bill to the right hat to the right. <laughs> he, he he doesn't believe it's to the left. He thinks it's a right guy. He's this is very he's 
He's putting videos up. We 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 put up a picture. Like what is <laughs> the picture is good enough for me. I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah we we did have a picture of Fernando. That's, That's also the second picture of hats left. Yeah, of hats left. And I'm sorry, but it's not. Uh, you know, you you this this is not a Trump one sort of situation. <laughs> yeah. I, I, think, I, I think John Fernando Rodney hat reality is on images because that's all I'm doing here. I can say that I, I know John Pincus is more like an alternative facts guy. Alternative. Oh facts. look, yeah, no, Pincus. Literally, hold on, it's coming up. It's more like his hat goes where it goes, and then. He all lives matters the fucking thing. Like he's like it's both. To be honest, all lives matter, John. Shut the fuck up. So now we're both sides in Rodney's hat. Right. So both, both sides of the hat. Well, no. So I am. I am pretty. Look, get back to Davis because we're on, on D's only. I, I have to say thank you to John because that made me laugh a lot. I, I, I'm thinking. Crack open another one, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, maybe 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 that's a little zombie dust working on me. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, you're getting zombie dusted right about now. Um, for Brendan Davis, I'm gonna be like, I'm kind of, I I don't think there is a path for him to the Cubs. That I'm like, and I feel bad about that, but you know, there's other people that I think deserve a shot, like Canario over Brendan Davis, even well, if I, you I, were to get healthy again. I got thumbs up because I still think he may wind up being traded, and the Cubs might get some value out of that. Who would this? this is just for Pincus. Okay, let's 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 see all the. <laughs> it's all this is an entire screen of left. Every TV's ever played for. Well, except for like, look at that one in the middle. Ooh, where yeah, in the middle, who is that? Evolution of Fernando uh, Rodley. That doesn't even look like. No, that, that looks like a, it's that photoshopped. Is, that looks yeah, like my podcast app. Yeah, that, that's Photoshop. That doesn't look real there. They put the San Diego hat. They they actually moved the logo over so it's straight for them. Okay, we we need to see the actual like thing. Everybody's hands for Brennan Davis. Yeah, I mean, I'm a fan, but I'm, I'm like kind of done with him. Like you know, it just didn't work like out. It's I over. Don't see a space for him on yeah. the team. It's just over. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm still giving out. him thumbs up. I look, I was. He he he's had a, a a a rough time, but yeah, I still I, I just don't see his path here. They got other guys that didn't have a rough time that are fine. Estrada, Jeremiah Estrada, the kid throws hard. Didn't really work out at the major league level this year. Um, ended up with he it. got outrighted today too. Oh, all right. Forget him. Well, the garbage. <laughs> Everybody's down. <laughs> Boom. Eric <laughs> optimistic on him. Go find John Ponch. I would I would say with Estrada, um, there were three guys that I was really high on in the minors that I thought were going to really contribute, and it was Jeremiah Estrada, Nick Birdie, and uh, Cam Sanders. And unfortunately, Birdie had appendicitis. I thought Estrada was good, but I think like. He was used in weird situations by Ross. Go figure. Um, I, I and then when he went back down to Iowa, he struggled and had to go to the Arizona Complex League, um, he where came they back, he was good. Yeah, where he where they were working on some things, and he comes back to Iowa in September, and that was the player that I was expecting to see. And so, like I said, <laughs> and, they, and they they dumped him today. 
Well, well no, 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 he's just they, not on the forty-man roster. He cleared waivers. Yeah. So oh, he cleared waivers. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't. So, so the three guys it. that cleared waivers and got outraged today were yeah. um, Birdie and, and Estrada and uh, who did I mention earlier? Oh, you're saying they got he's off the forty-man. So off the forty-man. Yeah, but so, he's. Okay, you need to be clearer here because when you say that, it's like, oh, now he's out on waivers and he's going to get gone. But you know, you're saying he got outrighted to the uh, minor league. Team. Yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm he, a little fuzzy on whether he has to take the assignment or whether they'll have to work with him to sign a contract. But, oh, okay, yeah. But I expect he'll they'll bring him back because since he cleared waivers. Um, I I heard his big problem was they kept wanting him to do a sweeper and he was doing a swiper. And it was, and it's just never no swiping. swiping. <laughs> yeah, swipe, swipe right, um, <laughs> or left if you're Fernando Rodney. Exactly. <laughs> if you're Fernando Rodney, you swipe left. Seth, every don't time. swipe right. Um, the, how do people feel about uh, maybe Crawley? Do you feel like doing a bitch clock? Sure. All right, and we haven't. I I keep forgetting to do I did one a few minutes ago. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> Biggest says, I, I, did Birdie get like a Civil War era appendicitis? Who knew that guy <laughs> would be out for so long? So, we've got a, quite a few categories here on the bitch clock. Um, yeah, it's with, causing the pitch clock, bitch clock to lag. It's barely moving. It's lagging. It's barely moving, but maybe it'll spin fast. Um, People who uh, – the, here's the uh, categories. People who forget the Cubs win the 2016 World Series. Boomers, prospect perverts, cardinals, brewers, homophobes. Jesus made the bitch clock wheel this time. Pit, uh, the pitch clock made uh, the bitch clock. Ian Happ, marathon runners, <laughs> life after death, Cubs front office, Cubs manager, Phillies losing to AZ, Iowa guys behind home plate in AZ, players – that have to face that players have to face the media and umpires don't. And that shit Bambi, I, I, E, um, Boog, uh, is better when he calls games for other teams. Here we go. We're spinning it. Uh, Crawley, I think we'll put you in the bitch clock first, man. I hope I don't get Jesus. I'll get canceled. Oh, Oh, you're going up against homophobes. <laughs> homophobes. Oh, yeah. good Lord. <laughs> that, well, that's what the whole, that's what the bitch clock said. Uh, should I give you the sixty or the thirty? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll we'll uh, here we go. You have sixty seconds. Oh, no, I'll give you the thirty. Block. You have thirty seconds to bitch. Guys, we are now in 2023, 2024. Do we still have to deal with homophobes? I'm so tired of them. And I can tell you the one thing that annoys the living hell out of me is when each team does their pride night and sure as shit. The homophobes all run out and say, well, when are we going to have straight night? When are we going to have Christian night? Can you just get over it? It's one goddamn day. Who gives a shit? It's 2023, 2024. Love whoever you want and just get that shit out of baseball. Stop your bitching. 100%. That was was excellent. Did a much well better done. job than I I did figuring out the uh, layout of the <laughs> of the bitch clock. And I was like, ah, I just gave up until the end. I was like, oh yeah, I remember how it works. Hour <laughs> three, we're hitting here in the marathon show. So my brain, I'm like, how does this work? Um, so um, you know, good job, Crawley. Uh, now I got to figure out how to get us back. <laughs> <laughs> Right now, there we go. The only thing anybody can see is just Crawley's face, <laughs> as big as possible on the screen. 
And it looks like my fly the W Bill Watts sign is uh, giving me uh, some like 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 glow. It looks like I'm holy right now. <laughs> exactly, you've got a halo. You should have done so, the Jesus one. So we're gonna add to the stage again the uh, bitch clock here, and we're gonna spin it here for Mike. Give it a spin. I, I hope you get Jesus. I really want somebody to get Jesus tonight. Oh, you get that players have to face the media, but umpires. Do not. So uh, first, I'm going to practice this. I'm going to put you in the proper place. <laughs> and then we're going to do the bitch clock. You have 30 seconds to bitch. Umpiring is hard. They, there are a lot of calls. They have to do it in the moment. It's quick. They have replay now. But those calls matter. They're big. They can change the outcome of a game. It can change the outcome of a season. It can change a guy's earnings in his career they should have to answer questions just like everybody else what were you what were you thinking on that play what did you see why did you ask for help why didn't you ask for help it's time these are professional people doing a job and they need to be held accountable and be just as accountable as everybody else stop your bitching you're well, honestly the most polite bitcher we have ever had. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a surprisingly hard one, actually. It you know what, though, polite. that pisses me off, though? And, and here's the thing. Look, I am a union guy through and through, big union guy. But when they take a look now and you have um, umpire art, you know, all the different umpire scoring systems where you can see who the best umpires are, the most important series of the entire season should have – the statistically best umpires. It's not freaking hard. And and it, to me, I'm just we're just going to put guys. Some some of the uh, postseason umpiring was just in the World Series was just awful. Guys that were three to four percent below average. That's horseshit, man. If you got a guy who was it last year who didn't miss a goddamn call, like a hundred. I yeah. can't remember. Was it Pat? Oh, God, I can't remember. Yeah, was who, it Holberg? What, I think it was Holberg. But but seriously, he should get a game. That's, that's how it, this, he should get all the games if he hasn't missed a fucking call. Right. I mean, if you're not in the top 10% of umpires as far as accuracy, then you don't get to be in the World Series. Make it a bonus for the guys that do the best. Make it performance based. Yeah. Well, and well, and also it's what is it hard to fire these guys? Is that the problem? Is that you it, you can't get rid of an umpire once you hire him? He's just it's, it's somebody hard. that's so bad. It's like a Supreme Court judge. You just can't. There's nothing you can do. That's just a lifetime appointment. I mean, C.B. Buckner and Angel Hernandez make everybody look bad. Well, I mean, it's almost entertaining. I mean, after – and especially you know, if you get to that situation where you have the challenge, you know. I think the Buckner, ABS, the fact that they don't have it yet is just ridiculous. It's worked in the Arizona Fall League. It's worked in the minor leagues. I don't understand. It's fun for the fans. I mean, I don't understand what they're it's doing. It's, it's it's simple. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mike, you made a, a you made a good point. <laughs> I've forgotten it. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, like I told you to crack open another dust. I got to ask you, Michael Cotton, was that intentionally a 1969 scorecard above your left shoulder? Nice. Uh, this one up here? No, the other one. Isn't that your left? <laughs> it is. I can tell by by the way my hat is tilted. <laughs> is it intentionally? Yeah. Did you get that one so you could have 1969 in the background? Oh no, actually, that's 1962. That's why I was like, I got confused because I've got 1962 
And then the other one is the 1982 uh, Quad City Cubs, and that's signed by Ernie Banks. Nice. But, huh. uh, yeah, that's – no, that's a 1962 one, um, and it's it's not signed by anybody. It's actually – somebody actually – Kind of half. It's it's, it's an Ot- it's an Otis Shepard. Otis Shepard, and if, if if you went to Wrigley Field this year, the Cubs actually did something cool, but they just didn't advertise it. They had a bunch of Otis Shepard's art, and his art oh, in the cool. late fifties, early sixties was just. They did uh, the the reprints this year. But oh, Otis Shepard. Cool. I did. I honestly, I didn't know that. I got it from my sister in law for Christmas one year. She yeah. found it at uh, you know like some thrift store somewhere, and and like I said, it's got writing on it. You know, like yeah, somebody six, started to score a game and just didn't finish. And it's like, it's great. 62 and 69 both have their, their similar styles. That's why it looked like it. So I thought you got the 69 one. Nice. nice. Well, now, now I'm going to have to go look for that one. Thanks, um, Crawley. You l- gave l- me something London. to do for the winter. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what, what everybody's schedule is tonight. And Crawley, you probably have to work in the morning. I, yeah, I, I, I got to get rolling. But if you guys got to get rolling. So I was thinking we'll just take – a just a, a real quick break, but this time I'm going to play a Bleacher Bum Band song for Seth. Uh, right now, he sh- is at hour three ish, so he should be probably heading back into Manhattan and he'll be running down uh, the Upper East Side. I used to live there a couple times. I lived on Madison and 66th, and I also lived on 116th between 1st and 2nd. So that's my old stomping grounds. Uh, Picture real, me on those streets. I real, real, real quick though, this just so for those who are looking, this is the '62, Michael. This is the one you have over yep, your shoulder. That's the one I've got. And so they're both expansions because '69 added some expansion teams. This is the '69. Nice. Oh, okay, yeah, and you're right. Those, those were both expansion years. Interesting. Yeah. I have two things before we go. Pink is here in the chat. Says, did Birdie get like a Civil War era appendicitis? <laughs> Who knew that'd knock a guy out for months? Um, no, so it turns out after he had the uh, the appendix uh, surgery, they were, he was expected to be out for a few weeks, but then his UCL flared up, and that's the real thing that's kept him out. Isn't he the guy that his wife, like, put him, like, yes. supported him the entire time? Uh, and then uh, he was, like, thanking her, and then he only pitched two games, and now he's got to work his way back again. Although it would be cool if they did do like a, like a Ken Burns Civil War thing where Nick Birdie is like, dear wife, <laughs> it, 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 is, it is cold in Iowa, but I am rehabbing the best I can. Be <laughs> also, I have a picture of, of a, uh, one of our favorite umpires from Halloween. Hey. Uh, Angel, oh, Angel Hernandez with the blind stick. That's good. That's um, so bad. So, uh, yeah, so – Mike, you're welcome to stick around. I can stay. I'm good. Uh, but uh, Crawley, we'll let you go. I know you have to uh, work. But I'm going to play. You, I'm going to play a Bleacher Bum Band song uh, just as uh, Seth is heading back into Manhattan. Um, I, I think I'll play. How about I'll play Cubs Time Machine? That's going to. So it's a B sider. Okay, mine. based on what Danny says and how I look at maps, these two things are not working. Like, I, I feel like the map and where he's running and where Danny thinks he is, he was already in Manhattan. sense to me. He's running back into Manhattan. We'll put the map up after the song. So. Go get him, Seth. Crawley, Crawley, thanks for being here. Seth, if you're lost, it's Danny's fault. <laughs> Boom.
other day That I traveled back to 1908 The last year the Cubbies went all the way Made a decision That I never want to come back again I'll miss you all but this place is heaven Cause here the Cubbies are the champions And I'm not getting back in that time machine Saying goodbye to my old life Staring at a screen Unless the best damn Cubs team I ever seen Can finally win it all in 2016 To see the games a dollar fifty cents. Good thing I left some money in my pants. Now I'm watching Tinkers, Evers, and Chains. Overalls pitching. Damn, I had hoped to see Three Finger Brown. Knows how to throw and mow the batters down. At least I can't afford the tickets now. Wow, oh wow. And I'm not getting back in that time machine I'll drive a Model T Ford on 10 cent gasoline Unless the best damn cup team i ever seen Can finally win it all in 2016 Yeah, yeah, Watching Chicago win the World Series I'm not getting back in that time machine I'll root for Ed Rufock and Johnny Kling Unless the best damn Cubs team i ever seen Can finally win it all in 2016 And I'm not getting back in that time machine Here they don't call it a trough, they call it a machine Unless the best Let's go.